the podcast you are about to hear contains tales of murder, mayhem, news, and nonsense. Welcome everyone. My name's James. I'm here with my lovely wife, Kate. This is our first podcast. So we were trying to think of what to do, and the two things that jumped out at us, I guess. So we're, you know, suburban white family, so my wife loves... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> loves crime podcasts accurate and then myself um i like the news which sounds kind of silly i guess but and general shenanigans yeah and just general nonsense is probably more accurate but you're going to talk to us today starting off with what's going on well i don't know about what's going on but what went on I guess. what went on okay so oh do we need to give them the name of our podcast oh i guess that would be important so Oh, I'm going to say it? Yeah, why not you? Tidings and transgressions. I can't say that. Transgressions. Tidings and transgressions. So TNT. That's what we want to say. (laughs) TNT. Yeah, don't make me say transgressions too many times. Well, we'll just put it in the title once. Say, welcome to Tidings and Transgressions. I'll be like, it's TNT, bitches. (laughs) TNT, bitches. Well, you got to say the welcome to the tidings and transgressions part. Oh, okay. Like together? Do we say it at the same time? No, you just got to say it. We're not going to live, laugh, love it. You just say it on your own. <laughs> welcome to tidings and transgressions. I'm your host, James, joined by my lovely wife, Kate. Today, we're going to hear about murder. Because yeah. that's what you do in podcasts. Obviously. So Kate, tell us, tell us about this this crime, and I'll just kind of jump in with... Random shenanigans. With the things that I know when I know them. Okay, okay. So are you ready for this? I'm waiting with bated breath. Okay, so we're going to talk about a guy, and his name is Mike. But his name is not just Mike. It's Mike the Durable, or Iron Mike, if you prefer. I mean, if you had to choose, you'd choose Iron Mike, not Mike yeah. the Durable. Okay, but this is happening in like 1930s. So like okay, Mike so the Durable. Pre, is... Pre-Mike Tyson, because Mike Tyson is actually Iron Mike. This guy's... Yeah, this is well, this guy is technically the original Iron Mike. Can we just shorten to like Murable for Mike the Durable? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Mike the Durable Hard pass. Is. Okay, so... He's called Mike the Durable or Iron Mike because he is pretty invincible, okay? Even with a group of people actively trying to kill him, super hard to die. So he's like Bruce Willis from that movie, Unbreakable? I don't know if I've seen it. It's one of those M. Night Shyamalan movies. Doesn't matter. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, you shouldn't be surprised that I haven't seen it. When have you ever mentioned a movie? Yeah, and I'm to, like, to yeah. everyone listening, if any pop culture reference comes up, <laughs> it's not coming from It's going to be lost on me. Okay. All right. So, Mike was born in Donegal County, Ireland. So. Go Irish. Go Irish. So, in the 1920s, 30s, he finds himself in New York City, right? Potato famine, right? Or just natural Going to the big city. Are you going to make me know history references? Because no, I was just curious, just genuine curiosity. I don't know. When I don't is. know. I don't know. All right. I don't know what brought him to New York City, James. I don't know. Okay. 
But so he's there now. he finds himself in New York City. Doesn't really have a job. He like occasionally made money sweeping alleys, but super duper loved to drink. Right? Go Irish. Go Irish. So he's drinking on the daily at a little speakeasy in New York. Mostly drinking on credit because, you know, no money. So anyway. So Mike the Durbel's just out there buying beers. Uh, put it on my tab. Basically, right? Okay. And he's got this friend who owns a bar, Tony Marino. And Tony's like, yeah, dude, I got you. You drink on credit, pay me when you can. Until he starts to get a little irritated that when he says, pay me when you can, it's never, right? So Tony tells a couple of the other bar patrons, Francis Pasqua and Daniel Kreisberg, I have no idea if I said that right, so just roll with he's it. He's dead, so he's not going to complain. I feel like he's probably not If you're complain. a Kreisberg and you're listening and it's not right, feel free to email us. We're probably going to need an email if you're going to say things like that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, once people start listening. Oh, okay, okay. Just filter them all to spam. <laughs> all right, anyway, so he's Tony's talking with Francis and Daniel, and he's like, Mike is not paying his tab and the bar is not doing well and like I just can't have people coming in and drinking credit and not paying like this is the bar is going to go under right and so good old Francis is like you know what you should take out an insurance policy on Mike and then just kill him and then collect the money not Kreisberg that's the same guy right (laughs) Daniel is the Kreisberg Francis is Pasqua Either way, don't trust him. Go okay, ahead. don't trust him. So, you know, and I mean, for me, that seems like absolutely ludicrous. Like, where would you even come up with that idea? But like, he came up with that idea because good old Tony had actually already done this once before. So he found a homeless woman and took out an insurance policy on her. And then when she died like of pneumonia, he collected the insurance money. So they're like, let's do this again. Who who are the people writing these policies? Oh, who are you taking out on? Uh, need an insurance policy on Bag Lady One? Like what the fuck? So they go in. <laughs> so they go in and they like pretend that they're family, and they're like, they just like get them to go along with it. And it's like this is my brother. And he's like, yeah, I'm Mike the Durable. Yeah. So in this sign here. No. So he got his friend to go in and pretend he was Mike the Durable because it's the 30s. It's not like they're like fingerprinting people to drag. He's just like, hey, come in. This is Mike, Mike the Durable. And he's like, yeah, that's right. I'm Mike the Durable. And he's might also know not. me as Iron Mike. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> Iron Mike with a wooden leg, bar tab in the billions. <laughs> might have heard of me. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Okay. So they go ahead and that's exactly what they do. They go to multiple different places and they take out insurance policies and one goes in and it's like yes i am iron mike and tony is like this is my brother and i would like to take out an insurance policy so they get a couple different policies set up right and then they're going to go ahead and actively try and kill this guy to then collect the money on it so all in all they had three different policies totaling are you ready for this $3,576. $3,576. Well, I mean, that's 1937, right? Like, is that, what's that translate to? I have no know? idea. We've got to, we've got, we'll have to do the calculations. Are Let's you going to look you, it up? You keep talking. I'm going to check the inflation 
Right. Okay. Okay. So, you know, because it's a bar and these guys seem like they're really in it on the planning and, you know, being super methodical, they, of course, bring in some of the other um, bar patrons, some of the bartenders, you know, they're like, let's, uh, let's come together, figure out how we're going to plan this out, See right? See we divide this $3,700? Yeah, exactly. $3,500. $3,500. $3,500. $3, so Marino comes in and, you know, is okay, like... So that's the equivalent of $70,000 today. Okay. After some quick Googling and uh, use of a calculator. Okay. Nice. Good job with your calculator skills. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So Marino that night when he opens the bar, Mike comes in. He's like, open tab for everybody. Let's celebrate life. Right. And so they just start, you know, loading this guy. Yeah. Knocking him back because they're thinking, you know what? He's he's got to be really close to liver failure. Let's just see if we can kick this up a notch. So they're drinking. Oh, so they're not even getting him shots. drunk to kill him. They're just like, 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 oh, let's murder a drunk guy. It's like let's let yeah, him drink himself to death. Yeah, hundred percent. Did they not hear the backstory where he was from Ireland? They were not prepared. I mean, they were if not anything, prepared. Iron Mike's gonna get a belly full of whiskey and burn the place down. Probably. You know, well, I'm not I mean, gonna lie. You, you I know the answer. So when the first time it. I heard the story, I was like, that could be my husband. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, so three days in, you know, back-to-back nights, they're just throwing it out there, throwing it out there, right? So he's getting a little irritated, Tony, right? Because he's like, okay, this guy now has an open tab. It was bad to begin with. Now we have three days in a row where this guy is going buck wild, still not dying. Like, he's not drinking himself to death fast enough. So they're like, you know what? Maybe we should just shoot him. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, no, that's going to be super suspicious. We can't just shoot him. Let's just have him drink some antifreeze, you know? So they're like, all right, next night he comes in. So that night specials, blue Hawaiians. Yeah. Here you go, Iron Mike. Exactly. So they get him a couple drinks of actual alcohol, and then they're like, whoop, whoop, wood alcohol in place. Bam, here we go. Now that should make you go blind, right? Yes. So they were allegedly, saying, from what I've heard, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. So in 1929, more than 50,000 people had died from alcohol that just had been tainted with wood alcohol, like not even drinking wood alcohol straight. And, they're and they do say lining up shots of it for him. Yeah, and this is like. It literally, like, a couple drops of it, like, you drink it, and it will, it could make you go blind. Like, no joke. So this guy starts knocking back shots. Shot after shot. Not impacted at all. Just... You know, I had friends like that growing up and when I was in the Marines. Like, if you left Sherry cooking wine out, gone. Rubbing alcohol, Ugh, gone. Gross. Gross. Rubbing alcohol? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, people were in the Marines. They used to try to drink rubbing alcohol. Ugh, gross. There was this guy, Chris, and I can't remember his last name. Just well, whatever. It's been twenty years. Yeah, you probably shouldn't say it anyway. That yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, Chris <laughs> with no last name. If you hear this, call What's me. What's up? Be great to catch up if you're not dead, because this guy used to drink like one fifty one, like most well, Marines that's, drink that's water. Like, oh, okay. I was like gonna say eight a.m. and a fifth of one fifty one was just gurgling around in his stomach. Like, oh. I'm, I'm pale and white because I'm Irish. And next to this guy, I look like a bronze god. Like, that's how pale he was. A bronze god. Yeah. 
Is that like when all your freckles merge together? Basically. He, he looked nice. like the poster boy for liver failure. And every morning <laughs> he would just get up and keep going. You're just waiting for like a hint of yellow to kick in. Sorry. I can't. Iron, well, Iron, Mike, Iron Mike's hammering back wood alcohol when we Okay, so yeah, he's firing it back. Um, and it's still nothing. So they're like, okay, you know, maybe, it, maybe it's going to take a little bit more. You know, he is pretty used to the drink. So it's let's terrible. see. So they continue this for a couple more days. And finally, like he's sitting on his bar stool one night and he just falls over. Just knock right, right down. Just right down to the floor. And they're like, yes, this is it. And so good old Francis goes over and checks him. And he's like, he's struggling to breathe. And it's like real intense. Everybody's watching. All the patrons around. Because like there's a million people at this bar now who are in on... We're trying to get this guy dead. Splitting $70,000, 70,000 ways. Yeah, basically. And so he's struggling to breathe. And then when it's like really, really intense and he takes that like one big death rattle and it's quiet for a second. And then he starts to snore. (laughs) So finally, they just leave him on. clowns decided, oh, you know how we're going to kill the Irishman? Make him drink to death. Like the dude wasn't already on that road. Right? <laughs> you gotta, you're going to need to kick it up a notch. Yeah. Well, wood alcohol, it's all you got. That's fine. Well, that's not all they had, right? So at this point. Well, they got a phase two. Oh, yeah. Because okay. at this point, they're, you now know, they got he's got bar the bar tab, tab. And the arts and crafts tab from the wood alcohol. Exactly. And they're still paying the insurance premiums because they took out this insurance policy. So they're just racking up costs left and right. And this is not working out the way they thought it was going to. Okay. So if anyone has a, name, a friend named Francois, immediately don't follow their plans. Lesson number one. Lesson number two, if your other friend's named McCreepster and he seconds Francois' plan, don't follow that plan. Don't follow that plan. Okay. So... What they decide is, like, we're not doing it right. You got to really get it into the system. Not a straight alcohol. You got to have some food mixed in there. So they're like, I know this is going to work. They marinate some oysters in the wood alcohol to really make sure it's getting mixed in there. <laughs> what now? So now you're going to get him drunk and feed him aphrodisiacs. The Iron Mike's going to be humping everybody at the bar. Blind from the wood alcohol, raging hard on, shooting wood wood alcohol and oysters. Yeah. Hide your wife. Hide your girlfriend. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Here comes Durable Mike. (laughs) The Durable. He's got stamina. (laughs) So they go ahead and he eats these oysters, right? Eats them all down. Asking for more. No, No problem. Does not affect him. In the least. This is like the guy that probably doesn't even use cocktail sauce. Yeah, no, he just sucked him right down. So then they were like, okay, maybe a different kind of food. Let's go ahead um, (laughs) and skip the wood alcohol this time. Let's make him a sandwich. We're going to make him a sandwich. And it's going to have sardines in it. But it's also going to have a touch of shrapnel. Just, you know. Glass and shit. So, I mean, all right. But like, I know I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. But, like, I've got mixed emotions about these friends How about of his. it? So far, these, friends? These friends, friends of his. Okay. They're going to kill him by getting him drunk and making him food. Like, I mean, it sounds like a pretty sweet friend. Right? Surface level, not too shabby. 
I've never had friends buy me oysters. <laughs> Would alcohol or not? Okay, so shrapnel to... and sardine sandwich. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's a sardine sandwich. We just left them in the can. Yeah, so he just, <laughs> exactly. He just, he ate it and was like, do you have any more of these? Quite delicious. And they're like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, this is, this is insane. So then they're like, okay, let's just go ahead and bring back what worked last time. When we killed the last lady by, you know, leaving her in the cold and her getting pneumonia, let's just go ahead and and try that again, right? So they're like, let's load them up with drinks and then just pop them in a snowbank. It'll be, it'll be fine. So that's what they did that night. Got him all drunk, waited till he passed out, and then stuck him inside of a snowbank. And then the next day, they came in to open the bar and they found Mike asleep on the floor of the bar because he had woken up. Well, yeah, because he woke up and he was drunk and cold. So we went back to where he was comfortable. <laughs> He's the worst criminals ever. Yeah. So they're really, really failing at the whole being killers thing, right? So, okay. They're, they've got another premium coming due. They've bought oysters. They've got a bar tab. They've got the arts and crafts tab. I like that term. So they've got all well, of this money that they're spending. Like clean paint, I think, isn't it? Isn't oh, it like what paint thinners? I don't know. Oh, to the Google machine. I thought it was antifreeze. Or any search engine, since we're not sponsored. Just hypothetically, I could be binging this. Yeah, you could be. I actually am. Oh my God, really? Yeah, the, the stupid default is set up as that. That's unfortunate. What, what do you use on your phone? Use? Duck, duck, go. Yeah, I do. And then it's a privacy thing. It's a privacy thing. <laughs> okay. Because they're watching you. They are. Well, maybe now they'll be Well, and now, to yeah, because they're going to be looking at your search history. How do you, what do you do with wood what alcohol? Wood alcohol. Can you drink wood alcohol? You cannot. Don't drink wood alcohol. Jeez. Methanol or methyl alcohol? Does yes, wood alcohol is just methanol. Hmm. Sounds familiar, right? Doesn't what is me, it used in? Used in the fuel industries. Various vehicles we see on the street every day, their antifreeze is made of wood alcohol. Yes. So yeah. I win. Also a replacement for gasoline. Oh, wow. And used in making pesticides. And the main purpose of making wood alcohol is to convert it to formaldehyde. Nice. So they're like embalming him while he's still alive. Actively embalming him. Wait, if you can use antifreeze as a replacement for gasoline, like if you're stuck on the side no, of the road. you can use wood alcohol as a replacement for gasoline. I thought wood alcohol was antifreeze. No, it's, that's what the main use of it is, is they convert oh, it. Oh, 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 okay. I see what you're saying. Gotcha. They, oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. They used to use wood alcohol as antifreeze. But I think like what you get from like... The blue stuff I can't go ahead and put in my gas tank if I'm stuck on the side of the road. I don't think so. Not recommended. Jeez, no, the, this is fantastic. Usually damage caused by drinking wood alcohol includes unconsciousness, headaches, dizziness, vomiting, vision problems, nerve damage, liver damage, kidney failure. So basically just alcohol? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Cool. Okay. So they decide... With another premium coming due, they've really gotta they've gotta kick it up another notch. So we're going into phase three here, okay? We're gonna get physical. I mean, about friggin' time, right? 
There's three of them and a drunk Irish guy that they've been chewing on sardine cans and getting shots of formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. That they tried to freeze to death, drink to death, and eat to, eat, eat to death? Feed to death? Feed to death. This is a story about cannibalism. Mmm, <laughs> tastes like chicken. No. Ugh, gross. gross. Okay, so they, they go ahead and they hire a guy. Because you know what? Let's go ahead and spend more money. So... They hire a guy for $150. Okay, I'm sorry. Time out. I just read okay. something really good here. Okay. So this is fantastic because if you think you have wood alcohol poisoning, one of the recommended cures is to drink a high dose of spirits. No. <laughs> really? Yeah. And so because apparently drink your, your more liver alcohol. will process the ethanol first and the ethanol inhibits and slows down the reaction of the methanol. So it's like, oh, I had a shot of wood alcohol. Better follow it up with like four of whiskey. Yeah. And then your body gets more chance to process it. That's like. Dude was probably already liquored up and then they gave him the wood alcohol. Best. And so his body was like, oh, ever. hold on, shitty alcohol. Let me process the good stuff first and we'll just ease you into it. You totally just figured out why it didn't work because that's exactly what they did. They had so, given him the good stuff to hide that they were giving him the really bad stuff. Not that I think the guy would have even freaking noticed. Probably not. But I mean, this is what. You know, the internet's here for. Yeah. Solving life's mysteries. Exactly. 1937 internet, no fucking chance. Bang. They're like, well, uh, Hitler came to power and shooting wood alcohol and eating sardine cans. <laughs> Welcome to New York City, baby. Eating sardine cans. I love it. Well, I mean, sardines with shrapnel, right? It's, it's a combo package. Yeah. No Nailed need it. to use that weird little key to unroll it like they do in the cartoons. They just <laughs> slap that thing in between two pieces of bread. Iron Mike, dinner's served. Here you go, and that buddy. The fucker ate it and was like, "You guys got any more of them sardine sandwiches?" Those are real good. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, okay. So they hire this Can guy, you right? Do that accent again? I don't think I could if I tried. Oh, okay. Sorry. Those are real good. <laughs> Fucking sling blade over here. Why? Like, oh, pop culture reference. Did she get it? No. Not even a chance. I I was just gonna let it go. Anyways, we've moved on to physical violence. Okay, yeah, we're we're which, getting physical. I mean, just you know, hypothetically speaking, if you were trying to kill somebody, like they seems like they're putting a lot of legwork for thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, and then they decide not even one of the massive group that they have. Because really, they've got bartenders, they've got the original group, and then they've got some of the bar regulars that are totally in on this. And they're one of those people was like, oh, I got a guy. I mean, you got a bunch of guys. You can't use one of them. But no, they're like, let's pay somebody 150 They probably wanted to get a professional after all their other attempts. Exactly. Went. They were like, let's not handle after this ourselves. Francois' sardine sandwiches didn't pan out. And- yeah. So... They decide, let's not even, like, get our hands dirty, quote unquote. They're like, let's run him over with a car. Seems legit, right? So they get him drunk again, and then they load him up into the car when he's, looks like he's about to pass out, and then they go ahead and pop him out into the street, and the guy dodges the car twice. He's able to dodge the car twice. So then, the third attempt, they get going at a cool 50 miles an hour and finally hit him. So this guy was probably like a recovering superhero from somewhere. like 
not from this planet. You know, World War II would have been a lot shorter if durable Mike was still alive. Exactly. Real life Captain America. 100%. I know that one. I know that one. I know that reference. Well, because who doesn't know Captain America? So, okay. So the guy has taken copious shots of wood alcohol straight to the brain. Yes. Falls over, takes a nap. Yes. Eats shrapnel infused sardine sandwiches. Yes. Not what you're going to find on a James Beard award winner's menu, but okay. No. 1937, you ate what you could. The guy's like a fucking goat. Don't forget the oysters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wood alcohol soaked oysters. Yep. Yep. They throw him out in the cold overnight. His drunk ass gets up, shakes off the snow. Yep. Goes back into the bar after it's closed. I'm assuming he had to break in because I imagine they closed their doors. I know it's not. Actually, one of the bartenders felt bad and let him in. Oh, sabotage from within. Exactly. I guess that guy didn't wasn't getting part of that cool thirty five hundred. Maybe he wasn't in on the plot. So after along with everybody this, else, one of the other bar regulars pipes up. So fucking Norm from Cheers is like, "Hey, I got a guy. I got a guy." And they're like, "Oh, here's what we'll do. We'll just throw him in the road in the middle of New York City and watch him play Frogger." <laughs> yeah. And the dude dodges two of them before they yes. catch him at fifty miles an hour. Yes. And five then zero. five zero. That's like everything that car had in the thirties. They probably exactly. had a fucking hill before that. Yeah. And then they're like, you know what? Since this has gone so poorly, I should probably back over him. But then they saw another car coming and they were like, uh, I'm out of here. Okay. So they were pretty sure he was dead. I mean, they hit him at 50 miles an hour, right? So the Durable next day. Mike comes back. So the next day, his quote unquote brother is calling around the morgues looking for him. My brother, he went out last night. I can't find him. I'm very worried about him. And he calls and he's calling the hospitals. He's calling the morgues. Nowhere to be found. Yeah, because he's Mike the Durable. So five days of nothing. And they're like, okay, let's just find another person because they need a body or something to prove that this guy is dead to claim the insurance. So they're like, well, yeah, because Bones isn't going to investigate it. You know? Yeah. They don't like they don't have anything just other than just going to the insurance company and be like, oh, he died. So they're like, well, they didn't know who the Durable Mike was. So let's just get another guy to play Durable Mike and we'll just kill that homeless guy. So they're, you know, working up another plan. And as they're coming up with the plan at the bar, the doors open and in walks Mike not dead was he like limping or anything i mean this dude just a little bit he woke up in the hospital car was like whoa that was crazy man can i have a drink man was i fucked up last night (laughs) yeah so they're like i felt that feeling in the morning but not like hit by a car at 50 i mean it felt like i got hit by a car right like that's what you always say when you wake up he literally hit by a car man i feel like i got hit by a car last night this motherfucker did Woke up at the hospital and then shows up at the bar before the next weekend. Yeah, basically. It was like five days later. He shows up and is like, whoa, that was crazy, man. You're never going to guess what happened. I got hit by a car. I'm good, though. Can I have a drink? They're like, here's your wood alcohol. (laughs) Here's your wood alcohol. Okay. So they're like, all right, this is insane. I, I, This is just absolutely ridiculous. We're just going to... We're just going to off him. We're, we're going to get our hands dirty. We're just going to off him. So they go ahead and get him drunk again 
And when he is drunk and passed out, they put a tube in his mouth and run a gas line to it and just let him inhale the gas as he's passed out and he died of so carbon like monoxide poisoning. fumes, not like pouring gas. From yeah, the not like gasoline, but like fu- gas fumes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because- yeah. yeah, sorry, clarification. Died of carbon monoxide Because my immediate thought was like him with like a bong, like a beer bong, and then like <laughs> pouring 87 octane in. Yeah, yeah. Being like, oh, Use the, the premium. You try this. We're already in the hole too much. Use yeah. the premium gas. Get the 93 or it's never going to work. <laughs> so... So there he is huffing. huffing he's huffing. Fumes. Yeah, and he and he finally dies. He finally dies. Carbon monoxide poisoning. But they get the death certificate forged saying that he died of like pneumonia. And they go and they collect a check for $800 from the first insurance company. So the next insurance agency they went to collect from asked to see the body. I mean, it seems reasonable. They were not going to just accept the death certificate. So they're like, oh, yeah, um, he's buried already. And they were like, oh, cool, 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 cool. We're going to investigate that. And so they actually go ahead and like exhume the body and look into it. And then it finds out this guy died of monoxide, carbon monoxide poisoning. Everything came out because at this point, a million and one people know about the plot. And the original group... That Francois McCreeper and Marino. Yeah, that's their literal names. <laughs> Francois is a real name, and Marino was a real name. The other guy I couldn't remember. It was Daniel, Francis, and Marino. Francis? Yeah. I, mean, I could have swear you said Francois. No, it was definitely Francis. It was Francis Pasqua. Okay, guy just got uh, his names merged. Tony Marino and Daniel Kreisberg. Oh, wow, way off. Samsonite way off. Okay. So they go through, they do the whole investigation and that original group plus the bartender who was behind the bar for a lot of the serving uh, were convicted of first degree murder and all got the electric chair. Not as durable. As Not as durable. hundred percent. That's friggin' wild. Right? Like is also like Somebody ratted them out, and then somebody told that whole story to somebody else. Well, it wasn't that somebody... So the insurance is actually... They started the investigation. That's... And they exhumed the body, and that's when they realized, no, what the death certificate said is not how this guy actually died. Imagine being that medical examiner and cutting him open. (laughs) And being like, okay, we got a... Four sardine cans here. Right. And it's just he like this guy's liver like is like jello. Did we already embalm him? Is jello? So. I feel like a liver would be like a healthy liver would look like jello. I don't think so. Do you think it's like harder than? I think it's meatier. Like a steak? Like a ribeye? Yeah. Oh. Kind of. Like okay. You, you never had like liver as like a meal? No. Oh, that's right. Let's not get into that. Ooh. I mean, people eat liver. It's not, I, I people know. eat. People do. I don't. Well, you put a little salt on it. Okay. Well, I would like Frying to revise my description. Look like Jello. His liver looked like Swiss cheese. Okay. Okay. There we go. So okay. So then all these guys get the electric chair, die. Mm-hmm. I just you know I feel like the lesson here is look. Don't kill your friends. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh. I mean, that or like, sometimes the world gives the stupid back to you. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to, not that you should commit a murder, full disclosure, this is my cautionary pre, preempt, <laughs> Where's the preemptive statement before I finish what I was going to say. Legal small text. <laughs> yeah, like, let me edit that back in. <laughs> this is not an endorsement or solicitation for murder. Um <laughs> But like really, like if you're gonna go through all that trouble for three grand, yeah. Well, seventy thousand in today's dollars, right? That's what you looked shit, up. Even still, I'm not. No, that's ridiculous. And you got to split that three ways. Three ways. There were a ton of people in on that. They well, were gonna get like okay, two dollars. Original, original planning method, right? Yeah. Splitting it three ways gets you twenty three thousand dollars in today's world. Yeah. Like even durable mics got to be worth more than that. For sure. Can I just tell you, too, that's another little fun fact that I found out about. On the first check that they collected for 800 Francis and Tony Marino there split the first check that came in and bought themselves some new suits. They didn't even pay off the bar bills. Like, that's why the whole thing started. And they were like, oh, money. I'm going to buy me a suit. I mean, clearly this guy's a poor business owner, right? Like, he doesn't understand what he's doing. Oh, obviously not. First of all, you got yourself into that much debt, and then your plan to get out of it was, let's run up his bar tab as high as possible while integrating oysters. Like, you didn't even give him some cheap food to try to kill him. I know, right? Like, wouldn't you marinate... The guy's blacked out drunk. Feed him whatever. Be like, oh, this is from the land of your people. These are Some sausages. pork rinds or something? Yeah. Don't ask how it's made. It's full of sardines and shrapnel. Pork rinds are delicious. Pork rinds? Maybe you yeah. gotta fry those. Did they have fryers back then? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. That's a good point. I, mean, I guess you could still fry food. Not Just history people, clearly. Soak some bread. Soak some bread. <laughs> I mean, like, he didn't look like he was picky. He ate shrapnel. Yeah, I mean, clearly. Like, <laughs> like, re- refined palate. Don't look not, at me like I'm crazy. They didn't call him Mike the Refined Palate. Mike the Refined Palate. I shall not eat this soaked bread. Yeah. Ew, what is this? Wood alcohol? What am I, a popper? Use gasoline, sir. The good stuff. I prefer my antifreeze to be blue. Add that color. A little sweetness in it. But well, I mean, zip. also, right? So you like think about this, right? Because that's 1937. You're saying 1930, 1940? Um, it was then 1933, I think, is when he actually died. So like oh. that's when everything came to came to a head. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you think about the world back then, like the world in 1933. I think that's like. World War One, right? Just after World War One. Again, you told me I would not need to know history facts. Okay, more, I guess, more rhetorical than anything else. Yes, James, you are correct. It's right around the World Wars, <laughs> plural. <laughs> Hitler rising to power, and this guy's just trying to drink himself to death in New York City, and they're like, "Oh, let's help this dude out with this." Yeah, like, make some money off of it. I mean, in their minds, they were like, "He's gonna die anyway." Just speeding it along. Yeah, I mean, like, he's going to die, and we'll just make money off of it. Oh, well, 1933 is the year Prohibition was repealed. There you go. So maybe he was celebrating. He was. He was like, let's get our party on. Okay, so that's probably why the wood alcohol did nothing to him. I'm sure during Prohibition, this guy was drinking... He was drinking whatever he wanted. Bathtub, homemade gin, moonshine. Like, there's no, like, FDA approval on those, right? Is FDA the... Food yeah, food, yeah, yeah food you're food right. Drug. You're right. Yeah, it's not bottled and distilled by. You know? I mean, but like, its name is literally 
bathtub gin. I don't feel like the FDA is getting involved in any of that. Well, that's what I mean, right? Like, you don't know what goes into that. Having personally drank bathtub gin. Oh, my God. Really? I mean, I'm assuming it was a bathtub. It was in Iraq, so I don't know. (laughs) You were assuming? How do you assume? bathtub in Arabic? It's that kind of gin. What? Like you literally found it in a bathtub or like there was a bottle? Somebody was like, here's a bottle of no, bathtub gin. They, they were like hawking it on the side of the road. And like, was it in like an identifiable bio- bottle? No. Was it like, in like okay, a so like reused? A couple that I remember, the ones that, you know, stick out in my mind <laughs> before I turned it into durable James. Um, <laughs> there is a reason why I picked this story. It, it, it kind of hit close to home minus the shrapnel part. I don't think I've ever eaten metal that I'm aware of. We'll I guess to, he wasn't aware either. We'll have to ask the Marines. So, yeah, I mean... I'm going like, to poll your friends. Has James ever eaten shrapnel? They're going to take that literally like, have I ever been hit by a bomb, though? Okay, so has James ever eaten a sardine can? No, I don't like sardines. Has I James mean, ever eat eaten them. charms? <laughs> this one over here trying to put the, the, the chicken hex on me. The look on your face was just priceless. Well, just, I mean, just in summation for this, right? So, like, there were times where we were out in the middle of nowhere and, like, got these bottles of liquor and, like, the only thing on the label was, like, a hand-drawn picture of a lemon. A lemon? Yeah, it was lemon-flavored gin. Ew! That's nasty. (laughs) That's disgusting. Well, you know, there's, like, a couple of us sitting around and you cracked open that bottle and it was, like, you took a quick smell and it was, like, ooh, that's rough. I mean, we proceeded to drink it all anyways. Well, of course. It's not so, like you, you know, could choose. Well, so, I mean, at one point we had like accumulated 11 <laughs> bottles of liquor. Excellent. Were they all lemon flavored gin? No, they were like random. Just a even... nice clear bottle with some brown, some brown alcohol. with clear liquor in it. You just kinda... So we took like a, they have like beverage based powder. So like think. Like, like Gatorade? Gov- government issued Kool-Aid. Yes. Like, but shitty. <laughs> I mean, do you I mean, need that qualifier? Well, I mean, Kool-Aid's not bad. You that's what I'm saying. Effects. But you, when you say government-issued Kool-Aid, I'm like, yeah, that's going to be top-notch. Yeah. Um, so, you know, mix it up like it was jungle juice and started drinking jungle it. Jungle juice. It was I mean, I feel awful. like any one of those powders, like but, if it's what I'm imagining, it's going to mask a lot of nasty flavor. That's how nasty it was. You could, you could still taste it. Still taste it. Whoa, it was gross. like, oh, what flavor is this one? It's like, oh, it's burning cherry. <laughs> what about this one? Oh, it's a burning lemon lime. Like, did nothing for the flavor. Blinding blue raspberry. <laughs> yeah. Coming out now, try our new wood grain spirit alcohols. Blinding blue raspberry. It'll blind you with flavor. <laughs> so good you can't look away or look at anything. Um <laughs> But I mean, like, we drank it, right? And we're out there. And like, I remember the next morning waking up vaguely because <laughs> I don't remember how much of the night before. <laughs> yeah. But my point being, right, like, like these like crazy ass alcoholic drinks, like during Prohibition, that's probably what he was getting anyways. I mean, the guy wasn't well to do. It wasn't like he was, you know, yeah. bootlegging stuff in from Canada or he wasn't, you know, trying to get. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> Did you see the look on her face? She yeah. was like, really? Our, our daughter just tried to walk in here like mid-conversation. And both of us are waving her away. Not Still to be deterred. Still comes in. Not to be deterred. Durable Addy. <laughs> Powers through the door and comes in here anyways. And then with a look of disgust slams it. 
Um, Cause she wants to ask me when we're going to go shopping. That or what's for dinner. Oh, 100% could be what's for dinner. I mean, anyways, back to the story, though, so we can wrap this up for you guys, because you're probably getting tired of us just... Rambling. Yeah, prattling on. <laughs> prattling, good word. I try. All I was trying to say was, this guy's probably drinking a whole bunch of rock gut all through Prohibition. He fled Ireland, went to New York City, clearly was not like a pillar of society. No. You know, he's, he's drinking whatever he can get his hands on anyways. And they, these murderers, they just kind of sucked. Yeah. Like, if you're going to commit yourself to doing something, one, look at the risk reward, right? Like, you're going to get 7,000 bucks, 8,000 bucks, whatever the hell it is. Like, what are you thinking? I love that in your head, that amount keeps going up. What was it again? 3,500? It was 3,500. And every time you say it, you're Um, like 4,000, 5,000, (laughs) 7,000. Well, I just feel like it should have been higher. That's all. It 100% should have been higher. I mean, like, if you're going to do something. Also, yeah. Small legal text. Insert here. Do not commit murder. But, like. It is illegal in all 50 states. (laughs) Accurate. But, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like if you're going to do something, like, really commit yourself to it. Don't just, like, half-ass it. Well, the only thing they did right was trying to hit up multiple insurance companies. That, that, that kudos to that because like, okay, trying to multiply your profits. But also that's what got them in the end was that they were able to collect from one. And then when they started to push the second one, the second one was like, uh, something's weird. I mean, I think what got them was like the shitty murder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if they had just kept up with their wood alcohol plan, maybe it would have worked out for them. No, that guy would have been drinking wood alcohol till his teeth fell out. Are you kidding me? Maybe what really went wrong was they picked the wrong guy. Right? Like, if you're going to pick someone, don't be like, oh, who's this guy? Oh, that's Durable Mike or Iron Mike to some of his friends. And be like, yeah, that's who we should take down slowly. But I don't... Maybe this is what gave him that nickname. But they should have known. Either way. Either way, don't be a shitty criminal. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't drink wood alcohol. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> don't be suspicious. <laughs> Well, all right. I think that wraps us up for uh, episode one, the tale of Mike the Durable, a.k.a. Iron Mike, a.k.a. what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Francis Tony McCreepster. McCreepster. Glad you guys all got to ride the lightning. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, took the express elevator right downstairs because not only are you a terrible person, but you were bad at being a terrible person. Right got what you deserved uh to the family of durable mike just kidding that guy was at the bar every night by himself drinking let's be honest that's it for episode one uh appreciate everyone listening tidings and transgressions you can just call it tnt to your friends if you like it tell your friends if you hate it tell everyone tell your friends no tell everyone (laughs) make them listen and judge for themselves oh yeah good plan right it's a war of numbers here we're bound to catch a fish if we keep casting. Yeah, there you go. Am I supposed to say sus- 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 subscribe? Smash that <laughs> like button. I don't even know where it would be. this would be aired. I feel like there's not a like button on podcasts. Isn't that a YouTube if there thing? Is, click it. If there isn't, my bad. If you know, email us. <laughs> At a to-be-determined email address. Exactly. That's the hook. You got to come back to episode two to find out the email address. All right. Well, again, thanks for listening. Hopefully we make another one. Hopefully you like the story. Uh, If you have any suggestions, comments, email us. (laughs) 
<laughs> at the to be determined email address. TNT out. Bye. Welcome to Tidings and Transgressions. Stop it, James. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>